0: Welcome, everybody, to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. I'm Kenneth, and this is Gloria Copeland. Hello. And happy anniversary, sweetheart. Thank you. It's only next Monday. Ah. How long? Fifty-eight years. woo <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> we did it. We yeah. did it. Fifty-eight years. I met you on the 30th day of October in 1961. I remember the day I first laid eyes on you, and I thought her, her dad came up to me that that uh, Arkansas was playing TCU, and you know there's no you can't buy a room in that town. But my dad was with National Online Insurance Company. Yeah, I remember. And that. Um, so he called up there. Wh- my my boss took a charter trip, and I rode the right seat. I didn't have multi-engine rating back in those days, and um, so. They had an extra seat, and I asked, I asked Bill. I said, uh, could my dad... go and of course, you know Bill and Dad were close friends. And, and so uh, he said, sure. So had an after-game party at the country club and all that, that. Anyway, her dad came up to me and said, my daughter's the best-looking girl in the state of Arkansas. I said, is that right? And he came back a little bit later... And he said, "You don't believe me, do you?" I said, hey, "I believe you, man." He said, "How are you going to the airport in the morning?" I don't know. Cab, I guess. No, nah. he said, "Where are you staying?" I'm gonna come pick you up. You think you I really to never? I, I really never thought I, you know, I'd ever see this guy again. But we were staying in the penthouse of National Old Line Insurance Company. And, and my, my dad had been with that company for a long time. And so he called and said, They said, 'What, wait, yeah, AW, you and Kenneth stay up there is fine.' Because they all go into the ballgame. TCU's play in Arkansas. So, um, wow, the next morning, Sunday morning, bright and clear, and the fall day is in October, you know, and I don't remember who won the game. At the, But that elevator came all the way up there. And when it opened, there Gloria and her dad and her mother, and I saw her, I thought, man, he's right. That's the most beautiful woman I have ever seen in my life. (laughs) So we walked out. On the balcony there, it just you know it's five stories high, and and back there that many years ago, the the, the city wasn't built up as high as it is now. And we stood out there, and it's a bright, pretty fall day, like I said. And and Gloria and I walked out on that balcony, and we're looking out over it. And uh, she put her arm around me and just patted me on the back, and I, and I know. Right then, that moment, <laughs> I just fell head over heels in love with her. I, I, I just, I thought, <sighs> don't make <Whoa>. me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and it went along after that. My boss came in and he said, uh, Kenneth, I've taken over the o- operation in. A, he said, over in Camden, Arkansas, and, and he said. Uh, You know, he said, uh, it is a mess. That place needs cleaning up. And I thought maybe you'd like to go over there. And I said, I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. He said, don't you want to think about it? I said, I thought about it. I'm standing there thinking that girl's over somewhere. (laughs) So sure enough. And we had a bunch of weather come in there two weeks later and just grounded everything. And so I, I... ask my, my my Mac Tate was my boss there then uh at the in, in Camden yeah and so I said uh, Mac Mac can I have the airport car I, I'm on uh I, I went in and called Gloria and she answered the phone she said later she's her mother and dad asked if she'd like to go to Little Rock she said no that boy's going to call and I called her and made a date with her and so I had this old wore-out airport car and drove that thing the over to Blevins to pick her up, which is a few miles away. And then we went to Camden and went to the rocket room. And so and we had, I don't know where I got money enough to feed her, but I did. And I guess I got it from Mac. I guess, I'm pretty sure I got it from, from Mac because Gloria used to come over there when he come over where we were, and she'd stay with Mac and, and his wife. And you've heard me tell this story, but I, I just love it. <laughs> and after which I drove her back to Blevins and stepped up there on her dad's front porch, I said, "Gloria, will you marry me?" She said, "Okay," and just went down. <laughs> it's the truth. I it, stood out there on the true. porch <laughs> like that. And then the rest is history. We. I said, "What? What'd you want a speech?" I said, okay. <laughs> "That's what I should have said." Yeah, but she said, "What have I done? I don't even know this guy." That's right. Oh well, I get out of it later. Mm. Next Monday, which is the 13th of April, we celebrate our 58th wedding anniversary. Praise God. And I love you more today. I don't want out anymore. No, I don't either. (laughs) Never did. And the rest. Six months later, we got married. Six months later, we got born again. Three months later, we got baptized in the Spirit. And the rest is history. (laughs) Hallelujah. Father, we thank you so much. Thank you for this. These radio and television broadcasts going out all over this world when we need it so badly. And thank you, sir, for the faith of God. We praise you and we look to you, sir, for revelation from heaven. Thank you, Lord. And Lord, help glory in me. Help us to deliver this word today with special anointing to fit these times and we give you praise and honor for revelation for the peace of God and the healing of God in Jesus name Amen Amen. Well, we're not in Center Point today, but in our prayer cabin, but you know, I miss Word Bird. Yeah. <laughs> now we got Word Boat. Hey, hey, glory to God. Open your Bibles with me again today. Uh, we're we're going to, we're doing a, a, a refresher on the fundamentals of faith. And, um, you, I mean, you have to do this. You, you have to go back and, and refresh. You you don't say, well, uh, oh God, I I need to use my faith. Oh yeah, yeah, I know how to do that. Yeah, I know how to do that. Yeah, yeah, I I don't need to go back to the Bible. Yes, you do. You need to go back and refresh, particularly when it's tough times. You you can you you can quote Mark eleven twenty three and twenty four and twenty five and quote, 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 quote. You better be careful. You will wind up quoting little little parts of it a little bit differently than what it says, and go back and read it and thought. You know, for a long time, I would say in in the book of Romans, for I have made thee the father of many nations. That's not what it says. He said, I have made you a father. Well, what difference does that make? Not much in that case. But that's how easy that is to do it. You just quote it, quote it, quote it, and change little pieces of it. So you go back to the fundamentals. Now, remember this what are you What You've heard me say this a lot. I'm going to say it to you again this morning. What are you watching when you watch the Super Bowl? What are you watching when you watch the, 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 the World Series? Masters of the Fundamentals. It's the same game whether you're playing basketball, football, baseball, Amen. The rules are the same. Now, depending on the size of the players, (laughs) you know, the diamond may be squashed down a little bit if it's little league guys, particularly if it's T-ball. Yeah. Amen. But it's the same game. And the practice and practice and practice and practice and practice and practice at those fundamentals over and over and over and over and over and over and over over again. The great Green Bay Packer coach, man, (laughs) thank you, Lord. When Vince Lombardi had a losing season, And he never had another one. He walked in there, Gloria. Now, these guys are the best in the world, but they got beat. He started out, gentlemen, this is a football. (laughs) Now, that's about as basic as you can get. Yeah. Now, during World War II, They had kids coming in from the country, that that some of them hardly old enough to drive yet, but they're they're in the military. And they're just training people just as fast as they could because this war got just thrown on them. Man, I remember it. You know, uh, I was born the day before, I was born on December the 6th, 1936, December the 7th, 1941. I was five years old, so by the time they ended that war, hey, I was eight or nine years old. I I remember I remember things going on when I was in grade school, and vividly. And uh, but I want to say here here's here's the way they started flight training on a little 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 Piper Cub. For some of these guys, the first time they'd ever been up close to an airplane, these country kids, it, it, it's hard to wrap your mind around that today. But, how oh, man, I remember this. And they started out that way. This is an airplane. Well, yeah. And they just started in the front end. Now, listen to me. Particularly those of you that don't know how to fly. And this is a propeller. This is the engine. Well, da dee da da These are fundamentals, right, Tim? Well, now, wait a minute. You're going down. This is the wing. Yeah, everybody knows that. Now, this is the aileron. What? An aileron. What? An aileron. Uh. What in the world is an aileron? That is so basic, fundamental. Every pilot on earth knows what an aileron is. It's the little flappers out on the wings that make the airplane bank fundamentals yesterday you heard that jet that flew here he's got ailerons Say, <laughs> hey the difference is the guy that flew through here yesterday is supersonic that little J three back there, then it, it, it I, if everything it had, it'd do eighty five miles an hour. But it's an airplane. Gloria remembers that because she's got a little over eighty hours and she quit. <laughs> she was working on her multi engine rating, and because I didn't want to have to have a co pilot when I got a jet. Praise God. She finally decided, I don't want to do this. She, 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 you do it. But she'd ride up there in the front. She, she learned enough to read a chart. She could help me. And she, she could read the chart. She knew what all she was talking about because she, she knew how to fly. Fundamentals. Now, the fundamentals of faith, the fundamentals that go along with faith, because above all, you take the shield of faith the breastplate of righteousness oh yeah the helmet of salvation oh yes glory to God feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace oh yeah but above all the shield of faith the, the shield of faith whereby you shall quench all the fiery darts of the wicked including COVID-19 Bam. that's right got him right just got him glory to God don't you don't hit me with it my faith is in place my shield is up praise God Uh, Gloria, uh, I don't know where my shield is. I was going to put on the full armor, but I don't know what I did with my shield. You left it at the airport. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) That's sad. Uh You know what? You're not spending any time in the Word, you're not even thinking about where's that shield. Uh, was that in First, Second Corinthians? Uh, no, it's in the sixth chapter of the book of Ephesians. Now you haven't finished up. We, we, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, with the darkness, and well, so forth and so on. You haven't finished till you get to that 18th verse. Pray always, all kinds of prayer in the spirit. That's in tongues. Perseveringly for all the things, praise God. That means you, partners. Amen. I pray for you every day. The ministry prays for you every day. Now, think about the shield of faith. You can't leave your shield laying on the table. That's right. If you don't got it up, you don't got it. No, that's right. It could, it may be your shield. You may have your name on it. Oh, yeah. oh, that that is good Gloria but you gotta keep it up yeah it's, yeah and oh listen you know ah, glory to God that means if your shield of faith is somewhere else. The first fundamental of faith, believe it in your heart and say it with your mouth. It's not in your mouth. You got something else in your mouth. What's your Something else. Keep it up. Something else. Ah. Oh, I hope I hadn't got this thing. Where could I have possibly got? I didn't go anywhere. No, 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 no. Hey. You know what I've heard Gloria say so many times: "Get over it, <laughs> get over that." That's right. Amen. Get back in the Word. Get back in the Word. Right, and especially at a time like this, not only watching these broadcasts is important, but now listen to me. Get those CDs out. Gloria and I, we my my phone. My my. We we go to bed. At night, just a lot of the time, and and we've still got uh, Brother Hagan, the one that taught us faith. I've got a telephone full of uh, of his messages, and man, we go to bed at night, and just, we have to just go start pumping that faith in there. What, well, why? We have to have it. Faith has to be fed. It does. That's what Smith Wigglesworth used to say. He would now. Here's a man completely illiterate. God taught him how to read the Bible and he never read anything else. Never been to school day in his life. He carried a little testament with him. And uh, he did this every time he ate a meal, whether he was in a restaurant or wherever he was. He said, well, we have fed our bodies and now let's feed our faith. So he would feed his faith. And he would go to the New Testament and he would feed his faith. That's a good And idea. he would read. Only he did it about this loud. <laughs> booming voice. Just a booming voice. He his, he was so bold. Why? Because of his faith. Read the Bible every day never read another publication in his life. Full of faith. Full of faith. Ever increasing faith, Amen. So we don't even have to do that, dear Lord. You got if if you got any sense at all, you got seven or eight translations right there in your phone. If you don't get the Bible app and do it, Amen. Now. Verily I say unto you, whatsoever you shall, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things, those words which he says shall come to pass, he will have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, now because of that I say this to you. Whatsoever thing, whatsoever thing, how many things? How many things? Everything. Whatsoever everything you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, believe that you take them and you shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive right there at that same moment. Forgive. It's all one motion. You, you believe it in your heart. You say it with your mouth. You believe you receive it and you forgive right there, right there. When you stand praying, forgive, if you have ought against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Now, Matthew chapter 21. Yeah, but now, I'm Randy Copeland, you know, they told me that this is just a spiritual mountain. This is a spiritual tree. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> 21st chapter of Matthew. Praise God. I, you know the the uh, 11th chapter of Mark is the classic teaching on faith at G uh 21st yeah. Now verse 21 Verily I say unto you if you have faith and doubt not Listen, you shall not only do this which is done to the fig tree, but also if you shall say to this mountain, "Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea," it shall be done. And all things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, you will receive. Well, I will receive. He didn't say you might receive; he said you will. Well, that—that's fundamental. Jesus said it. I said, "Glory to God." I will receive. So today I receive it. I take it. Yeah. I take my absolute immunity uh, from COVID-19. I take it today. Praise God. Well, I can go out without a mask. No, you can't. Well, why not? I'm a person of faith. Render under Caesar what is Caesar. And then unto God's what is God's. Amen. We do as our leaders have set out for us to do. You obey the laws of the land. In this case, we are obeying the leadership of the... Well, I don't like that Donald Trump. It didn't say you have to like him. It said you have to do what he says. Yeah, but I hate him. How do you like the flu? How do you like COVID-19? Well, I don't like it. You better shut that kind of talk up because you're a candidate. For where there is strife, confusion, there's every evil. Now you can look back and see why this nation was so absolutely vulnerable to this thing because of the hate and the strife and the confusion going on in this government. But that's all in the past. This is the victory that overcometh the world. Mm -hmm. Say it. Even Even our our faith. faith. We're out of time. Glory, and I will be back.